We'll do a little uh, house cleaning before Rich comes on. Bam, we're live. 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, straight off the set of Grease. <laughs> the remake. John Travolta ain't got yeah. shit on Sousa. Oh, boy. Sousa, you got a switchblade? You got a switchblade? Oh, damn it. I just had... Treat <laughs> <laughs> the switchblade comb. Yeah. <laughs> switchblade comb. Coming on back. Uh, those were cool as a kid. Uh, I really liked your... Um, that video. Are we going to post that? The, the CEO video? Are we going to post that on the Sevon podcast Instagram? Yeah, I was actually just in the uh, middle of trying to get it set. Awesome. When I was like, hey, let's so, go on early. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, guys, we are uh, getting ready for Wadapalooza. We are, we are, I guess for us, Wadapalooza already started. Uh, we've been having some uh, great phone calls with Dylan and is her name Shayna over there? Sasha. Sasha, sorry, Sasha. Um, we the it seems like uh, once again this year we're going to be uh, welcome with open arms. I'm super excited about that. We have a great uh, sponsorship with uh, California Hormones and Paper Street Coffee working together. If you are an athlete, if you have registered for Wadapalooza and you would like a free shirt while supplies last, you can have one of those CEO shirts. I don't know if it's this one. I think it's more like this one you'll get than that one, but I'm not sure. But you go to the Paper Street Coffee booth. Uh, he will be next to Vindicate where other people can buy the booths. Um, the logic was this. Uh, Wadapalooza uh, has been so nice to us by uh, letting us go there with our, our media and open arms. And so uh, we we decided, hey, let, what, what can we do to contribute to the ecosystem? I mean, we, they didn't ask us to do that. We just thought, okay, let's do that. So uh, I am back in Kashmir. I am not showered, but it is the glow. <laughs> Of cashmere. I think cashmere comes from a rabbit, right? There's a cashmere rabbit. This oh, I don't I have no idea, rabbit, but it looks great. Rabbit something. Uh, when I used to stay frequently in the uh, Beverly Hills Montage, I they, they sold these in the uh, lobby. So I got one of every color, blue, black. <laughs> of course gray. you did. <laughs> yeah. So it's so soft. It looks soft from here. Um, I... I, I wanted to say this real quick while I have five minutes left. There was a comment in in the YouTube uh, video we did this morning, the interview we did with James Spriggs and uh, Brian Friend, and it said that eating is so um, unprofessional. And it, James was having like a, 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 a bagel with peanut butter. And I thought that that was interesting. I don't even know what that means, unprofessional. And I was going to like get on my high horse and poo-poo all over that comment. But then I thought, when, when you do speak, um, we, we have an obligation to be um, uh, socially conscious, I guess. I'll give you an example of someone who might not be socially con conscious. Uh, a friend rides over to your house with um, on their motorcycle and uh, your mom walks over to him and goes, you know you're going to die on that. And they ride over on their motorcycle and your, your mom goes, you know you're going to die on that thing. Mm. And it's just, it, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but it, but it pushes the boundaries of what I think of like, I, I'm, I'm, more, I'm more interested in being socially responsible than professional i don't i don't even really know what professional means professional sounds like wokeism to me actually um james sprague is one of the fittest human beings on the planet today there's no hyperbole there and obviously fueling is a major part of being uh one of the fittest people on the planet and if he has to eat while he fits us in to talk to us then i think that's absolutely professional like I, I, 
it, it just it's so um it's such an egotistical term it really got highlighted t- to me when i thought of the fact when people would call dave castro unprofessional and i'm just like wow he's like the most professional person i've ever met and uh if, if you're trying to win the hearts and minds of the public i think wearing a tie in my opinion is the is, is if you're a politician i would rather see a politician in a sheet with nothing else on to show that his mind is transparent, he is transparent, and there's no ego rather than the suit and tie and all that shit. Like you guys mm. have, I, I just I just don't see it the way I guess other people um, see it. We have tons and tons of censorship already of what we can say and can't say on this show. I I, I have no issue with. Um, I, I think it's a misnomer, a mischaracterization. I think when someone says it's not professional, professional when someone eats on the show. I mean, if you want to say, hey, it grosses me out when you eat on the show, that, that, that's. You're at least the now you're talking about what it does to you. But just saying unprofessional, it's like, go fuck yourself. You know, like I, I, I'm not buying it. It, It's, um, I'm not buying it. If you don't like it, you don't like it. And and that I'm buying that. I'm buying that. It's fine. Yeah. Some people don't like to be share a tent with a guy who farts a lot. Yeah, I get it. (laughs) Don't say it like it's unprofessional. Um, he, 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 it's probably one of the most professional things that, uh, uh, please ask Rich to take his shirt off. Okay. That's unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if he comes on with the shirt on, he's being unprofessional. <laughs> so, uh, thanks Joel, by the way, for the, uh, buck 99. Thank you. I'm going to predict that, um, Rich is, uh, in his, uh, truck somewhere on the property, um, sort of he's sequestered himself i don't know if it was a hater i just i just thought i I appreciated the comment because then it gives me an opportunity to to speak on it um i I, in in the same way like when when that when uh denar damar hamlin denar damar hamlin went down the nfl uh guy i don't expect the commentator to just be like to it would be socially irresponsible if the commentator said, Hey, that's clearly the vaccine or that's clear, like made a diagnosis. <laughs> yeah. right there. I yeah. think that would have been Not socially good. irresponsible. Do I think Twitter and Instagram and uh, pundits like me who want to postulate about it? I think it's totally fine. Um, I do think it was very unprofessional. There was, I, I showed you guys the article and we'll talk about it again on the, on the live Colin show. We'll do this weekend sometime that Sousa doesn't know about yet. Um, uh, I do think it was very unprofessional for that doctor to come on that say, Hey, anyone who's speculating that it's a vaccine is the worst of humanity and should climb under the rock that they came out from under. And then three hours later, he went on CNN and started speculating what happened. It's like, what, what gives you the right to speculate? Yeah. Holier than thou. Yeah. Being a doctor, it definitely doesn't make you an expert at, at all. You're, you're so biased in your opinion as a doctor. You're the furthest thing from an expert, the furthest thing from an expert. If you're a doctor, you are bi- you you are a biased at, at best. You're a hyper biased expert. No, nothing against doctors. It's just like I'm a I'm a hyper bi- I'm not an expert in podcasting. I'm a, at best I'm a hyper biased um, talkaholic. Talkaholic. How are hey, you? I'm great. One thing I would like to say real quick before Rich gets on because I know these shows catch a lot of attention. If you guys have ever received one ounce of value from this show, whether you agree with the live call-ins and like that, or whether you're simply here because you're a fan of Rich or some of the other like athletes. Like if you've enjoyed trolling us even. 
even if you enjoy trolling <laughs> us, even if you enjoy sending stuff on nasty DMs, just yes. do his favor. It costs you absolutely nothing. But if you just subscribe to the channel, it means a world to us. And I will never come out here and kind of say this stuff, but this is where I feel I'm responsible for it because we know that if we drive a call to action, you guys subscribe, it costs you nothing. It takes 1.5 seconds out of your life. Just hit the button already. Do it now. And we'll keep bringing um, you awesome stuff like this. Someone told me that uh, they're frustrated with how many um, notifications they get. Boy, the notifications for YouTube channels I subscribe to don't bug me at all. Just delete. Imagine they're a world when watch. we produce so much awesome content, people are frustrated by the yes. amount of content we're producing. <laughs> wow. Wow. What a life. You guys are doing too much. <laughs> it was a regular listener. It was cool. Yeah. Uh, cannot lose to Hiller. Too late. Hiller won. I concede. I can see. I don't view them as the same thing. I view our channel so separately that it's not even. That's like you know. I I'm, I, I'm I, mostly I, joking. We're yin and yang. We love each other and compliment. He's got a he's got a great uh, ten minute format. I was just when I was looking at do's and don'ts when when I saw that there was that comment of someone eating on the podcast. I was looking at the um do I looked up the do's and don'ts of podcasting and one of them was never to go over twenty two minutes. I was like well. <laughs> Well, well, <laughs> uh, Rich just texted me uh, and said he's not coming to the show. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, guys. Settle down. <laughs> Look, like 10 people were tried to close their window already. Settle yeah. down. <laughs> uh, Anthony TPA, $5. If I get a COVID vaccine between my toes, does that qualify me as a medical expert? Keep up the work, boys. Don't let Rich off easy today. Always let Rich off easy. <laughs> Rich was always, off easy. <laughs> always let Rich off easy. I'm hey. but I think he's going to be a mayhem. Go ahead, sorry. Uh, I I titled this um, podcast one of the things I wrote in the thumbnail. Oh, by the way, anyone who wants to help us, uh, we will take help. But 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 it's not easy helping us. It is a fucking lot of work, and you do it for free. Just ask Rich. Yes. Just ask Rich. Do everything for free, right? Yeah. What a good dude. <sighs> Formally. <laughs> I w- <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Or are you bringing the heat? <laughs> Rich, um, my sister called me today and um, she said, uh, why is Rich coming on the show? What is old, he promoting? Old news, right? Old news. She said, what is he promoting? I'm like, I, I, think it's, I think you have the needle in the wrong spot. She goes, what do you mean? I go, I think it's charity. 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 charity yeah philanthropist yeah i said it's more of a charity to the show and she said oh why do you think um he does that and i th- said um i think he does it to a hundred percent and i could be fun to have some okay have some fun I was going to say tax write-off, but yeah, have some Tax write-off. I made up some really egotistical shit. Go ahead. So this is fun for you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's good to catch up. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. You're not antisocial? You're not kind of antisocial? Depends on the day. Some days I am. Yeah. You know, I I get – I would say that it's something that I've grown into. I tell people that all the time. Um, There's days that, yeah, I don't want to – I'm not a – I don't want to say I'm an introvert. I'm not an extrovert. I'm a little bit probably in somewhere in the middle, more, a little bit more introverted. Uh, um, stuff like this won't burn me out. But if I get in front of a large group and speak or hang out or whatever, or have to interact with a bunch of people, I enjoy it. But when I'm done, uh, it takes me a, a, some rebound time for sure. Uh, Jacqueline Robinson, uh, thank you. Thank, thank you, Jacqueline. Much. Thank you. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, for example, in Santa Cruz, early in your career, uh, you did a performance in front of several thousand people and there was no security and you finished the workout on the stage and then the stage got surrounded and you couldn't yeah. get off the stage. There was, Full panic. Yeah, that was – and you basically had to sign your way out of there. Yes. It was kind of nuts. I mean, it was great photo op. Yeah, no yeah. one from HQ came to save you. I just took photos. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I mean, we're surrounded by a thousand people and you were on a stage. There was nowhere to dismount or anything. Nope. Nope. I was stuck. I was completely trapped. Full on panic. Um, oh, it wore me out worse doing that than doing the actual workout. Yeah. Crazy. And early in your career. Yeah. early. Yeah. I was, like I said, it's something that I've grown into over the years. Um, early on, you know, speaking in public, anything like that was was really hard for me and now doesn't really bother me um but it'll drain me for sure this is what i told her i said i think he does it because uh we have a history yep and he sees i'm a father with three kids yep and he it's his way of uh supporting me and yes although and hang it. i like to hang yeah we have a talk you know every couple months it's good good to keep up and um then i said um uh we, we we established a really good friendship in the beginning and then we we got distant for a while no 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 real no drama but just kids, just kids man kids are hard to and kids. and some and some work stuff there was some work weird stuff, stuff around yeah. the film yeah. there was some yeah. weird stuff around the film but yeah. nothing bad no hatred we I, no words ever got back to me you were saying bad shit about me i never said any bad shit about you just some distance and so i said maybe he's um uh because he's a good christian he's just like um doing it like to uh maybe he hates me and he's just doing it to like uh to, to be nice to someone he hates and my sister said my sister said this to me she goes um uh christians can't have hate in their heart and That's i right. said how come and she said because it interferes with their communication with god mm, i can see that i just you know god says love people and gotta love people even you know is what it is but we've no we're good we're friends it's good i feel like we're catching up yeah um yeah. I feel very close to you now, by the way. I didn't mean to re I don't mean to rehash that every show. I yeah, just no, I've got no problem. No problems. Yeah, I love you. I'd, no I'd swing by life. your house unannounced. <laughs> Welcome anytime. Welcome anytime. Uh, donations for Rich's CrossFit open fees for the Masters Division. <laughs> Thank you, Anthony. Thank awesome. you, Anthony. I appreciate that. What is the demand on your um, time from outside groups? Is there a is there a steady drumbeat? Um, Rich, will you come to this charity? Rich, will you do my podcast? Rich, will you um, come enter this, uh, you know, Zealous Games? Is there a steady drumbeat? Or? It just depends on the time of year, really. Um, right now, um, since I'm a murderer and a killer, I've been doing a lot of hunting podcasts. <laughs> I really enjoy, um, you know, because I'm a killer. Uh, so that's what, is that what people Is that what people are saying on the, on the internet? Instagrams? Yeah, yeah. sure. I love it. I love it. Wow. Um, but yeah, so I've been doing a couple of those recently. It's been a ton of fun uh, to just kind of check out that community and be a part of that, and um, it's fun. It's been a, it's, it's been cool. Uh, when it's funny because I typed in your name into uh, the browser on Chrome, and I was looking around for any podcasts you've done. I didn't see any of the hunting ones. They're just they should I guess soon start um, coming out. I guess I just did one with uh, Elk. Elk fit, elk, oh man, uh, elk shape, elk shape. Um, so that one should be cool. And then uh, I'm actually going to go out. Do you guys know who Cam Haynes is? Yes. Oh, yeah. 
supposed to go out and hang out with campaigns for a couple of days. Uh, oh, super that's excited about awesome. that because he seems like a cool dude and, and really into fitness and, and hunting and uh, something that, you know, I'm pretty passionate about both of those. What's the learning curve on hunting? Uh, very steep and metaphorically and in real life climbing mountains. <clears throat> There's uh it's, it's been good for me. It's been fun, uh, to fail at something that's not public, you know, if, if that makes sense. Granted, we're making YouTube videos out of it, so it's pretty public when you fail, but, um, there's a challenge to it. Uh, there's something just natural to it being out in the woods, disconnecting from everything, chasing a ghost, uh, a little bit of competition. And then now to have some success at it, uh, to have some meat and the reward of some really clean, really good, healthy food for me, for my family. Well, my family minus Hillary, she won't eat it, but my kids love it. Your, your wife um, won't eat your kills? She will not. She does not eat. She does not like things that don't come from the store. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> you know, Hill, she's, she's got her, her food <laughs> things. She just likes, you know, spaghetti. She loves spaghetti. That's her deal. I want to send her the video of uh, Peta, the 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 oh, people, yeah. who, the twenty four minute video they have on how cows are harvested from. Uh, oh yeah, it's, farms. I mean, it's absolutely <clears throat> fucking brutal. It's it's pretty crazy. So uh, yeah, tearjerker shit for sure. That's my kind of rebuttal to anybody that is a is anti hunting. Like I get vegan, vegetarian. That's your that's your choice. Um, I can respect your opinion on me being a hunter and not supporting that. Um, but people that eat meat and are against hunting, not if you eat meat and don't hunt, but if you're against hunting, uh, that's where I got a problem. Uh, James Hobart, the second, I oh, Jimmy. also donate towards Rick's Rick, <laughs> Rick, Rick, old Jimmy. That's the first time in 700 shows. Uh, Hobart listens to everyone like a religious nut. I'm his cult leader, and this is the first time he's donated money. You Old son whale, of a bitch. whale skin, Hobart. Hey, if 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 every if 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 every man in the United States and every woman in the United States was a hunter, can you imagine the environmental movement that would fucking get behind that to preserve the land and the animals for hunting. You want to be, I'm, I'm just making this up off the top of my head, but the last thing you want to see is, is uh, land be turned into cities and skyscrapers and being ruined, sure. right? Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I mean, and that's, what's kind of cool about it too, is the more <clears throat> I've gotten into hunting, the more conservation stuff is important to me. You know, there's things that, um, you know, I mean, with our farm, you just look at bison and what we did to them, what, you know, decimated them from, they say anywhere from 40 to 60 million down to less than a thousand and to see kind of the, the conservation behind that. And then really look at conserving their habitat. You know, people, a lot of people, I think, look and look at hunting and oh, it's just a bunch of killers that are going out there for trophy hunters and, you know, that type of thing where I did keep, um, keep the rack on, on my bowl and it's, it's in my living room, but it's more of a, a memory of the the time, the sacrifice, the brotherhood, and then the meats in my freezer that I get to eat and, and have that as well. So there's a, a huge conservation side of hunting. Like, yeah, we want to preserve and, and keep um, keep the herds and you know, I'm speaking to the elk side of it, but you want to make sure the animal's there. Because if you just decimate it and go out there and are an idiot, um, then yeah, you're not going to have anything left to hunt. So I don't think people, when, when they see the negatives are, think of the negative side of hunting. Uh, they don't think about that. I mean, you're not out there to shoot the last white rhino. 
No, exactly. We're going out there and doing it the right way. So <clears throat> I don't have, I, yeah, no, no rhinos. I haven't found one yet. Uh, donation to get Hobart back on the show. You, that's his way too much. He'd right. come back on for 50 cent. Yeah. Fitty. Fitty. <laughs> Uh, what's it, what's a, um, what's the, give me an example of a, of a, a, a failed mission that was your fault. Have you ever been like, the only thing I can think of, you ever been too noisy, you drop something, um, you talk when you're not supposed to, uh, you farted, there's just a phone call from Hillary. That's what I say. The phone goes off. (laughs) Usually there's no phone reception where we're at. Uh, I mean, there's, there's so much, uh, to it. There's, you know, it's very tactical. You, you're playing wind, you're playing, Obviously, sound is something that you're doing. Wind is the main thing, really. Um, you know, if you get the nose, they got the <clears throat> nose, dude. Yeah, the the just the defense mechanism. You're in their home. They're you know everybody thinks it's some defenseless animal, but these things are they're hard to find. And then I guarantee we've walked past you know probably hundreds because of the their nose, their smell. Um, they're not defenseless animals out here in the wild. So it's uh, I mean multiple times we've but what we call would call bumping animals where you the wind is you know kind of at your back and as you're walking around um you you see them just take off there's no way they saw you but they for sure smelled you so there's too many probably to count times that we've we've screwed it up um when you go out on a hunt if you're let's say you're going for one animal let's say you're going for a deer but you see an elk can can you pivot is that uh depends if you have a license for it so like when we go out west i i'm speaking mainly to elk hunt i i can't sit still enough uh to hunt whitetail here in in tennessee that's more of a sit and wait type game i i like to get out and move you know me I, i can't sit still for more than you know 30 minutes to an hour if i am sitting and so elk hunting is something that i've really gotten into because of the kind of the tactical side of it and moving around. And um, so you have to buy a tag and there's only a certain amount of tags that are given depending on the state and everything's kind of different, but I'll speak to um, Colorado. Um, You buy an elk tag an over the counter tag with a a bow and you can get either sex uh, elk and they are male and female. There are no in-betweens there. Um, Thank you. There's not the (laughs) non-binary tag where you can just shoot anyone. Sorry, off now, yeah. now everybody hates me. Uh, but uh, so <laughs> no, it's important these days. You're being courteous. Yeah, you identified them correctly. That's I, a good yeah, thing. I, That's I a think good so. thing. And good so uh, from there, depending on what unit, there, you know, a lot of the places are are. Um, Let me go back to that real quick for a second. Units. Could you buy a tag that's just for a male elk? Yes. Yeah, you can buy a bull tag or a cow tag. So, like the second hunt that I went on this year in Colorado, since I already killed a bull, I could only get a, a cow tag. Oh wow! Um, okay, and you can tell what the difference between man and woman uh, or female male elk from fifty feet? Pretty far away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's the difference? Horns. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> antlers, uh, antlers. All right. Antlers, I guess. All right. Uh, I'm ready for my first hunt. CrossFit so, Riverside, uh, 20 bucks. Oh my God. We got to have Rich on more often. This podcast yeah. might succeed. And, uh, so I don't even remember where we're at, but yeah, um, so you can't the tags buy it. Yeah, yeah. So you buy an elk tag, depending on the unit, you could also uh, purchase a mule deer tag or whatever, or like uh, the unit we were in, you could uh, purchase for extra hundred dollars, a, a black bear tag. Um, but it was only good in a certain amount of units because they keep track of the herd numbers or size of the population. And it's just, it's different no matter or depending on where you go. So um, 
if you have a legal tag, yes, you could do that. If you poach, then that's up to you. But somebody finds out you're going to be in big trouble. Um, have you ever um, like got back to your car or you're out there and uh, uh, a forest ranger, whoever it is, comes up to you and says, hey, can I see your tags? Uh, we have not. Um, where where we hunt or where we hunted this last time, we were pretty close to some. So we hunt public land uh, was where we killed this last bull. And you're really cr- close to private land and people frown upon you even stepping foot on their land. So you've got to be pretty smart. There was a, I, he was weird. It was a weird encounter we had with a guy that, you know, said he was hunting private land, but was watching our public land, but was watching us very closely to make sure we never stepped foot on uh, some private land. So uh, very defensive on, uh, on their property, which rightfully so. Interesting. Okay. And, and so you could see him. You just oh, ran yeah. into him out in the yeah, middle we were just, of nowhere. Yeah, well, we were carrying back uh, about 400 pounds of meat on our back, and this guy's like, oh, where'd you kill that at? And he was, oh, that's that's great. Good job. Uh, you know, and investigating a little too much. So Too too friendly, like friendly mm-hmm. to the point where it was like manipulative. Yeah, and then like kind of followed us to make sure we were staying, because we were close, like I said, coming back out. We were making sure to stay on um, public land even carrying this thing out, which was the most miserable experience of my life, uh, carrying this thing out. But, uh, yeah, it was just a little weird. Uh, how, how much of the weight were you carrying? I had, uh, the back straps, the loins, and I think a couple organs plus, um, the head, which head and cape, which I'd say around maybe a hundred pounds, um, around there, but it was just really awkward. Um, it was about two miles if you went in a straight line. Um, but we went up over around and through and it was, it took a two, two hours. We took, uh, I think it was three or four or five minute breaks. And my heart rate through that whole time averaged 140. And were you just soaking wet when you got, no, back to the just, just mad. it was probably 60, 70 degrees, but you're just full of sweat. And it was, like I said, it was top three most miserable things I've ever done. Just so when this guy starts talking to you, you don't even, it was you're snowing? Just, you, no, no, it was like oh. 60, 70, but you're just ready to be done mentally, physically, emotionally. It was, it was hard. Luis Lemos, Lemos. one of the biggest contributors to the show, $50. Man. Hey, when Dave was on, he gave a hundred. Don't get too excited. Don't get too excited. Don't get too excited. Um, uh, do you, um, that guy, when he starts talking to you, because you're carrying so much weight, do you stop or do you just keep walking and he's got to keep up if he wants to talk to you? I want to say we maybe stop for like two seconds, put our hands on our knees, and then we're just kind of like, we're on, bro. You know, like there's uh, – surely there's an understood that we're not being dicks, but we're, we're carrying a pretty good amount. You would The only time you would really stop is if you found a good tree that had fallen over. And I could set my pack weight mm. on that tree. And you're just – you're not really sitting on anything, but the pack weight is off of your shoulders and back. And it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a grind for sure. Is that dude carrying a gun? Does any part of you think, Hey, this guy might shoot us and take our meat? He didn't have a gun. It was a uh, bow season. Uh, uh-huh. he said he was scouting for rifle season, which was a couple months after. So was, that's, that was the weird part. Like I said, um, a couple, you know, you're carrying a side sidearm as well. So hopefully it doesn't come to that, but you never know with some people, some people get crazy. Yeah, yeah I would happen? just think it's just crazy out there. Holy yeah. shit, guys. This is nuts. Uh, Josh. Josh. Thanks, Josh. L- Sound it out. Lairman. <laughs> uh, uh, from, from the reader in the group, uh, Rich Froning, Josh uh, Lairman, uh, 9999. Love, Rich. Who doesn't? Yeah. Thank, you. Thank you. Wait, Who do people doesn't? actually jack other people for meat out there? No. Like it's someone just like... Roll up and like... 
I'm just thinking, I just because of that Idaho murder, I got murder on my mind. Yeah, oh, dude, don't even get going. My wife has been obsessed with that shit. It's crazy. <laughs> it's nuts. I get the Alpha David updates and everything. I've been keeping up with that Damar Hamlin stuff with the football. The, ah, did you yeah. watch that? That was crazy. That's I watched it live. It was, uh, man, that was bizarre. I got like 20 text messages. Uh, hey, dude, you, I know you don't watch football, but turn on your TV right now. Man, it was, uh, I'm glad to hear he's, he's making, from everything that I've read, he's making some pretty big improvements. First question he asked when he woke up was, did they win? <laughs> oh, awesome. did he? Yeah, yeah. That's what they said. I don't know how true that is. But they said he wrote, he was writing on a notepad and asked if they won. Hey, and, and, and what did they, what, what ended up happening? I they, saw that they, they've postponed the game indefinitely. I don't even think they're going to play it. Um, they've talked about, um, cause it was, there's kind of a weird, they need, they don't need the game to figure out who makes the playoffs, but they need to get the game to see if, um, they need the game to see who's the number one seed in the AFC. And so I think for the AFC championship, they may play it at a neutral site. I was really hoping they were going to add an eighth seed, uh, so my Lions might have a chance to to win it in and not have to worry about Seahawks, but we'll see. You're a Detroit uh, Lions fan? I am, unfortunately, my entire life. <laughs> have you ever met Barry? No, my childhood hero, though. I had a fat head of Barry in my office when I had an office, but I don't even have an office anymore. Josh took that from me, so. You know that guy, um, you know Travis's son, Tyson, I was, I've been oh, texting man, you yeah. about. You, I've, I've kept up with him. He's uh, an athlete, dude. Um, he, uh, when, when the agent was trying to get him to sign with the, when a particular agent was trying to get Tyson to sign with him, yeah. they sent Dan Marino over to his house Jeez. and Dan Marino had dinner with the family. And then Barry Sanders called him. Oh man, Barry Sanders, that, I'm telling you, my or childhood what? hero, <laughs> like the day he retired was the, one of the hardest days of my life. Hey, you deserve it. That you that's what you did to us. You deserve right. it. Someone who retires early, you deserve it. That's, I know the feeling, Rich. Yeah. I know sorry. Sorry. So, hey, I'm yeah. still here. I'm still here. Just so everyone knows that's it's Barry Sanders' fault that we didn't get another year hey, out of Rich. Honestly, it might have been. You know, like he did that to me. I was like, you know what? Maybe he was I mean he was like he didn't need to keep playing, and I don't blame him. And he kind of lost that fire. Like, I don't like I don't hold it against him. As a child, I held it against him. Now as an adult, I see it, but man, that was hard for me as a kid. One, maybe one of the greatest football players who ever lived, which is bizarre to say about a running back. I mean, he was truly. I would the guy say, where you, I would say he is. I mean, you gave him the, the ball, and you never knew what was going to happen. You never. just never fucking knew. And then, um, but on one of the worst teams that ever was. Ever, ever. Worst. <laughs> I, mean, worst <laughs> I would argue, and I'm I'm one thousand percent in support of the Lions every year. Always have been. Um, it's the worst franchise in all of sports. And I can argue that to a T because, you know, you they've won one playoff game. I'm talking Super Bowl era. They've won one playoff game in the Super Bowl era. And then everybody wants to say the Browns, but the Browns are technically an expansion team. The Browns mm. franchise is the Baltimore Ravens who have won a Super Bowl. So the Lions, every other team is an expansion team. The Lions have been there since the Super Bowl started and won one playoff game. Worst franchise in all sports. <laughs> Done. Drop. I love Crazy. them. I've watched every game. I've watched every game for the past seven or eight years. You know, when I was a kid, we couldn't, you know, since the addition of NFL Sunday ticket, I've watched every single game. Um, but man, it's the worst. No bueno. No bueno. Uh, Josh Holton, 999. We just changed to Mayhem affiliate for our gym. Loving the Mayhem mentality. And of course, love Rich, Peace and Love, Sevon, and Matthew Souza too. 
Thanks, Josh. Man, Darren does an incredible job with that, uh, with the programming, and then the rest of the team was kind of the back of the house stuff. So that's Darren's. I'm I'm happy to see Darren take, uh, you know, do a really good job with that. Tell me about this other guy, uh, Jake uh, Locker. Yeah, Locker. Is he the most unknown guy who's doing the most, maybe in uh, in, in maybe the games community? I, I finally I, I reached out to him. I think we're going to get him to come on the show. I'm super excited. Is he the yeah, guy? Man, Jake's uh, Jake's great. He's been with us really since. I mean, Jake was the behind what's Rich doing and kind of started. Uh, he when we started doing online programming, Jake. Uh, me and Jake would go back and forth. Jake's literally every workout that I've ever done, he's seen or, you know, typed it out or whatever. And, and Jake's in charge of uh, online programming and kind of the mastermind behind that and um, has basically taken it, you know, from where it was in its infancy. They won from what's rich doing to what Mayhem Athlete is now. You know, I'm just I'm just the ceremonial leader and, and uh, come up with some bad ideas every once in a while. But Jake's usually the guy that refines it and, and uh Makes it good. So, yeah. We've How did got he earn your trust, team. Rich? How did he hey, earn your trust? Uh, he was just here, you know, like one of those guys that was just here and always there, always, always there. And um, from the beginning, you know, he went to Tennessee Tech, started at the original Mayhem, not the original, the second of original Mayhem, uh, back by the donut shop. And uh, was just there and, and kind of trained with us and then um, started coaching a little bit at Mayhem. And then, um, finished his undergrad and then went to PT school and wanted to kind of stay involved and, and stay with us. And so we decided to, uh, he was our first person that worked remote. And like I said, just kind of kept doing what's rich doing and kept growing it. And then we took, took on, you know, compete. And then his, his fortunately his partnerships with all the, you know, what I would call SMEs to take an acronym or acronym, um, from CrossFit and, and forged all these kind of partnerships within the, uh, training community and, and taking it to the next level. And so, you know, we talk a ton about programming and, and, um, and man, it's been fun. It's been, it's been good. How, how long was the relationship informal before it became formal? Uh, probably two or three years. If I had to guess, you know, he was just kind of, uh, training at the gym, but then also training with, with the group when we had the team, one of the teams, one of the years. And, and so he's he good. He crossed, he, he, he crossfits good. Yeah, he's, he's really fit. Um, we always joke that, you know, he he doesn't really, in the last couple of years, he's kind of given up the competition. Um, the He's, you know, trying to compete and make the games. Like, he won Beach Brawl in the RX division, but um, he's, he's a good athlete and, and well-rounded. He's uh, Right now their goal is um, to do an Ironman, I think, in August or September, something like that. Uh, they're trying to get me on that, but I feel like my left knee would turn to dust on the marathon part. I'm on the podcast with uh, Rich right now. Can you call me back later? Ask him if he's coming to Ask him what? If he's coming to Georgia. He's going to come with me to see the three-star general. Are you coming with uh, Dave to see the three-star general? I'm going to try to, Dave, and I heard you were trash-talking me yesterday. Dave's like that. <laughs> oh, he said he's going to – Dave, you might need a link, buddy. He says he was going to, but he heard you were trash-talking him yesterday Dave's, on the podcast. Dave's like that that girlfriend that you broke up with but you're still friends with, and they still need more attention than they deserve, you know? like. Oh, he's fucking you up, Dave. He's fucking you up. He says like you're like the ex-girlfriend that you still stay friends with, but he – but what did you say? He needs more attention like, than he deserves. More attention than he deserves. Like it's yeah. We're still friends, but you know oh, that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> that really hurt. I love you, Dave. 
I love you, but I'm not in love with you. He says he loves you, but he's not in love with you. You need to fucking embrace that. Oh, I need to. I need to feel. I need to see if I'm going to survive through water pollution first. I might not be able to walk. All right. All right. Bye. He's inviting you to go see a three-star general. I know. I know. I need to. I need to. But man, it's the hard part. He's, he's not. Even, he doesn't even run the games anymore. He doesn't even know what his position is over there. You don't got to do shit for him. He don't even got a podcast. And, hey, I don't want to. Like, it, that's not it. Just, I got three kids. I got to figure out schedules. I'm going to be gone for four days from Waterpalooza. My wife's going to kill me anyway. Like, oh yeah, four-star be- general. Four-star general. Call me oh, when there's a four-star star general. general. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so no, I mean it's it's that's the hard part is logistics, you know. Hey Hill, I'm gonna leave one day after I got back from Wadapalooza and you've got the kids by yourself again. Oh yeah, that'd be a good conversation. How does that how does that go for anybody? <laughs> Senior got it. Senior got it. Yeah. Uh my hubby my hubby oh so Trish is a Trish does have a vagina. That's we so don't weird. know. We don't know. That's my hub us off. My hubby eats I always thought this was a guy. My hubby powdered eats antler. powdered oh. elk antler to stay virile. Thanks for the tip, Rich. Oh, he's just fucking with you. Meaning oh, okay. you need the like, antler hey. to get your dick hard is what he's saying. Hey, well, I'm not, I'm trying to. Um, uh, AZZ 1999. Love watching all of your growth in the sport of CrossFit. All you do with your multiple businesses, your support for first responders, military and police. And thank you for sharing your faith and your many videos of your life. Thanks. AZZ. Thought that was for me. Uh, nope. Wad Zombie. <laughs> I, uh, I started CrossFit because of Rich. Thank you for everything you've done for the community. Thanks, man. Holy shit. This is just endless. Uh-oh. Yeah, we had to uh, clean up here. Uh, I'm not complaining. Uh, Julian Ifford, hope your team wins next weekend. How is Haley progressing in her strength gains? Haley's that's doing a, awesome. That's a $20 question. You don't got to answer it. <laughs> yeah, Haley, yeah, yeah. Haley's doing awesome. She's uh, she's she got her she got her head right. She's having fun. Uh, she's fun to be around. So I'm I'm looking forward to uh, seeing letting everybody see kind of what she's she's put in the hard work. So it's been uh, it's been good, been real good. Going back to to Jake here, this this programming piece has to be. I mean, it's it's got to be one of the most important pieces, right? Uh, for the Mayhem Empire brand, right? I mean, you, this is. Uh, I mean, it's the most forward facing thing that people yeah. interact with, right? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's definitely the largest part of our business. Um, you know, it's something that I enjoy probably the most as well. Um, just sitting down and writing workouts or torture or whatever it is. And so Jake, like I said, he's kind of been since the beginning, really, you know, the beginning of, I guess our growth, there's, we're, it's been such a different over the last, I don't know, eight or 10 years. Um, you know, in the beginning there was, you know, we always, I always joke, we were joking about the, to these kids. Like I keep thinking that I'm the same age as most of these kids that are around here and they're all, 10, 12 years younger than me. And I'm like, back in my day, you know, the, <laughs> the only cardio we had was a rower and a barbell and your body weight. And so, you know, it's trying to learn and stay ahead of, or at least caught up with, you know, the changes in the sport, the demands of the sport. And, um, you know, cause we learned kind of the hard way of what not to do, but I probably wouldn't change that. And so, um, it's been cool to, you know, Jake's a PT, so physical therapist, he doesn't practice anymore, but, he still has the, the schooling and a couple years of he, I think he practiced for two or three years before we were like, hey, we really need you to kind of let that go and, and be the face or, you know, take on more of man athlete. And so he's he's done that. But he can see it from a different angle where I'm, you know, just, hey, we need to keep doing this. And I get stuck in my tendencies. So it's good to have somebody with a uh, 30,000 foot view that can, you know, I'm, I invite 
the guys and girls that I work for to kind of challenge um, what I'm saying or what I'm doing. Hey, we need to do something different. And, you know, I may not always agree, but um, I try to be pretty objective with that. It's just, I don't mean to just keep jerking Jake off, but just there's Jake's this a smart guy. Jake's a uh, very, very smart. It, it would be hard to argue against that. Um, the programming he's doing is not the most prestigious and most used programming in the CrossFit space, him and Darren. I don't want to, I don't want to, I, I recognize, I don't want to leave Darren out. Obviously he's been there with you since the beginning, but it's just crazy that he's so under the radar. You know what I mean? You have yeah. Ben Bergeron, Max El Hajj, um, uh, 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 Matt Fraser. You you have all of these people with um, programming, you know, for sale. Uh, but here's the guy doing mayhems. I mean, who, I mean, I don't know how many fucking athletes did you guys have at the games last year? Over 60, right? 58. Yeah. And it's just, it's amazing that he's got under the radar. When I was like, when someone's like, told me, yeah, this is the guy that did the mayhem program. I'm like, I thought for sure he would say no. I thought like maybe he was avoiding any spotlight. Yeah, no, Jake. uh, Yeah. I don't know. I think, you know, it's Jake does a ton of it. Um, but kind of the beauty of what we have around here is we've got a bunch of really good athletes that, you know, hey, here's a workout I've done. Hey, here's something that I've done. We've got. So he'll come in there and get stuff off the board. You're <clears> saying <throat> if you write something on the board, he'll walk in there and take some notes. Yeah, for sure. There's very it's a very uh, kind of programming by committee. You know, hey, I did this workout, uh, Jake, you know, he might something that we've done that uh, wasn't necessarily a compete workout or whatever. And, you know, we might change it a little bit post or it, it's a pretty um collective kind of table committee programming jake definitely puts it into a package if that makes sense so at the uh, end of the day when it goes out forward facing to the world jake's jake's making sure that it's hey we're not doubling up on squats and you know whatever it is we're trying to keep it buried as much as possible um but yeah it's a very i mean you got a bunch of people around here and a bunch of different kind of weaknesses and different things to work on. So uh, you have a pretty good pool to test your workouts in. And so um, it's very committee based. And like I said, Jake is definitely the one that's making sure it all uh, looks right when it goes out the door, but there's a lot of people around here that are doing a lot of things as well. Uh, Rich better stop by the C uh, and get a CEO shirt at Wadapalooza. If you go by the, uh, what size are you rich? We're only making large XL XL. Sorry. Oh, He's screwed. We'll make him a specialty. We got to rephrase that. If Rich would please grace us with his presence, not better. Not he better come. Not he better come. That's better a little come. aggressive. Yeah, he better come. He better. Um, Gen G, uh, I think he answered the question. Um, I don't know what kind of money this is. MX, uh, are you involved in the program or just uh, sign it? I think he answered that, but you want to take another swing um, yeah, at it? Yeah, Rich? I mean, I'm, I'm very involved. Um, you know, it's not like a – like I said, I, me, Jake, and then – kind of the group of athletes we all like i said are, are testing and, and making sure um everything like i said jake is definitely the one kind of packaging it and making sure it all uh, comes out the door the right way but <clears throat> it's like what's rich doing is literally what i'm doing so um you might see some some tendencies there for sure but like i said jake's seen 10 years of my programming and so we have very similar um uh, tendencies and very similar ideas and, and things uh, but you know that's jake's the trust also- piece yeah, that's the trust piece. Jake's very analytical and and you know kind of dives into all right. What did we see this year? What do we need to change? And and it's good, you know. Like I said, I I have my tendencies. He has his, and 
um, everybody does. You know, you got the things you like or things that you think that work, and um, you have to be very objective and make sure that hey, those don't, those things don't always work. Would you in in these videos that I watch of you in every video? There's uh, inevitably a scene where it's like you and and Guy and Tyler um, uh, Christoval standing around a board and you're writing some stuff and then you look to someone who's maybe off camera and you're like three or six and then they say six and you write six and then someone else next to you says no I think it's four and then you guys talk after one of those is up would it be uncharacteristic of you to take a picture and just send it over to Jake like does stuff like that happen oh here's the picture of the board today I just wanted you to, here you go so we have a shared note and everything we do goes into that note. Uh, that's some, that's an app, like an app. Okay. Yeah, okay. Oh, it's just on your Apple phone, you know, like a note okay. it's, that's yep. shared with six or eight of us. And okay. that's what goes on there. And so, um, yeah, every workout comes from that. And, uh, yeah. So it truly is collaborative. And, oh, that's really cool. And Jake is here, you know, he'll walk in from time to time. He's, his office is just down the hall. He trains here, you know, once in the morning, once in the afternoon, he's doing that 75 hard. So he's here all day too. Um, and so, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that's, it's kind of the way it goes. What are you guys doing? You know, and that's what happens. Uh, Stefan Myers, $5. Thank you. $5. Thanks, Stefan. You're, you're a uh, great dude. Um, Wadapalooza with, uh, Samuel Cornwyer. Sam and Tyler. Uh, and Tyler. Goal, goal is to not be the weakest link on the team. Um, I've tried to get out of it 35 times and, <laughs> To no avail. I even tried a couple weeks ago to be like, hey, I really think Angelo should do this. Um, and Angelo couldn't get off work, and then it was too late to switch him out. So, yep, you're going to see. You know, I was dealing with the shoulder thing uh, for you – know, I, I rehabbed pretty good, pretty hard for about eight weeks. And just, you know, fitness, general fitness kind of went to the wayside for a little while. And nothing super heavy. And so uh, we'll see. You know, I'm going to – I'm going to try not to make a jackass out of myself and, you know, ruin my legacy and the the mayhem name. That's the the goal here. <laughs> so it's it's a bit of a testing ground. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be for fun uh, as much as it can be. Waterpalooza for me, man, is such a toss up. Um, it's an incredible atmosphere. It's an incredible, the fans are awesome. The, you know, the stages and stuff, but with the programming and the stuff like that, at times it gets a little, you know, quirky at times. And so, Try to have as much fun. Waterpalooza has never, notably, never been a, a really good competition for me. I think we've been there four or five times. We did win once, um, but it's just been uh, so. Try to have some fun with it, and uh, yeah, but we all know I don't have a ton of fun unless we're winning. So, can you do that? Can you actually turn off the competitive side and legitimately, in your mind, be like I'm having fun and completely ignore it? Because I find it impossible for you. Like you would still, you'd say that and it would still kind of irk you at the end of yeah. the day. Yeah. I, I mean, like I said, I'm trying to go into it to have a little bit more fun. Um, but we'll see, you know, it's, uh, I, I'll, I'll look like, I look back on last year and Luke with Luke and Angela and, you know, I'm like, that was a, a good time in the, in the midst of it. It sucked and I hated it and I wanted to <laughs> kill everyone, but it, uh, it's fun now. Like, so that's what I'm trying to remember. You know, I don't know how many more, um, big moments on the floor I'll have. So, you know, try to cherish those as, as long as I can. Uh, have you given Brent a key to the barn yet? Uh, it's under the mat, but I haven't told him which mat. <laughs> right. Okay, good. Fair enough. That He's a smart guy. He's the smartest guy in the business. Uh, he will figure it Professor, out. Professor, right? Yes. Of what? Of, of everything. No, Life. Of, of CrossFit, yes. Gotcha. Um. <clears throat> 
when so you had a couple tears in your rotator cuff. Um, I when I think of that, what the rotator cuff is, I'm just thinking it's like a like a something that's under your shoulder. I guess you've got four muscles in your shoulder that basically help stabilize work. You know, there's just a lot of things in there. So I I had a couple tears in my supraspinatus, and then I can't remember if subscap or infraspinatus. One of them had a tear. And then one was uh, had tendinosis in it, and so um, which just was, means it's it's irritated. It's yeah, it's basically beyond tendonitis. And so um, the supraspinatus, it wasn't like fully detached from the bone, but there's some like near full thickness tear. Like if you read the MRI, but I guarantee you look at anything in anybody's shoulder, and they're gonna be all jacked up. So basically, you talk to a PT, and they're like, "Yeah, I can fix it." You talk to a surgeon, and they're like, "Yeah, we can fix that." And so I tried to go the route <laughs> of. of right. uh, of, of PT and, and it's, it's, I'd say 90%. Um, you know, today we were, we, we'd kind of picked the movements that we were doing for the one rep mat or the max event that's come out for teams. That's the only thing we really know. And so I, like I said, I'm tried to hit an overhead squat, which I haven't been in a while. I ended up hitting, I think around 300. So it's still relatively there. Um, you know, overhead squat used to be one of my stronger movements. So for three, if I can get above 300 and not, like I said, look like some kind of jackass on the floor, I'll be all right. Wow. Uh, I, I, someone asked you in one of those videos, you can barely hear it, but someone says, hey, Rich, when was the last time you were healthy and you're lying on the <laughs> ground doing some stretch and you say 2010? Yeah. Is, is that the last time you've competed without a ding? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think CrossFit, you know, as general physical preparedness in an affiliate uh, can and is safe obviously you've got inherent risks no matter what you do it's but it's a pretty safe if you can let go of your ego and stuff um but any competition if you're doing anything professionally if you're pushing the limits of anything it's not safe and what we do is you know i've gambled with my body for 14 years and paying the price and it is what it is and that was on me and um yeah so that's where we're at uh Sevon's deadlift isn't even 300 that's that is <laughs> correct that is a hundred percent. What do you give a camera in my garage? How would you possibly know that? But that's, uh, that is right. That's weird that he knows that. Got him. Um, Rich, uh, this is really concerning. And I heard this in a video and I'm sorry to bring it Uh-oh. up to you. This is really, uh, I save it. I have had you for, I've already made a couple hundred bucks off you. So I ask you a hard question. <laughs> You've reached an age where you don't like roller coasters. I was oh, like, Oh no. fuck. No, no. I do like roller coasters. I okay. love roller coasters. Yeah, okay, I can't stand them. I'm 50, so I'm with you. I'm, I love I'm glad the, you're hurt. I love the thrill, but I my stomach is just like, no, nope, we can't do this anymore. And I went on one with Lakeland two years ago, and it was like a, a loop. I came out of the loop, and I blacked out for a second, like full-on like night-night, wake back up. And so at that moment, I knew I was old. <laughs> that was yeah, that's you. how I that's how I felt since I've been thirteen. I mean, I like I don't so I don't have that switch like the that you shouldn't do that. My body's like or my mind is like, no, no, you can do that no matter what. Like I I don't get any rush from skydiving any of that. Like I enjoy, I need that adrenaline, and so I like that side of the roller coasters. But my stomach is just like, hey, now we're done here. You can't do this. You're old, and so hey, it's very any- disheartening. Any signs of like vertigo or anything like that? Like, like you, where your head doesn't feel good, like for 20 minutes after you ride one? No, nah, it's just the stomach. It's just like uneasy, like car sickness type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, or I guess I don't know if I've really had, I would assume this is what car sickness would feel like, but 
it's just kind of oh. uneasy, you know. Well, I threw up on a ride, a fair ride when I was 13. I threw up on my buddy who then threw up on my other buddy who then threw up. It was like that, that scene in uh, Serious? Sandlot. Yeah, Family yeah, guy? Sandlot. Yep. It's a train reaction of throwing up. Oh, it was just puke on puke on puke, so – uh audrey um who is probably four foot uh 11 and 98 pounds says her deadlift isn't 300 pounds either well thank you thank I, you I feel, I feel better okay so roller coasters um you're still doing crossfit but roller coasters are on their off, way out yeah i'm off limits um this is a serious question it may not se- be, seem serious right. but why not um find another sp- what like uh um uh hunter mcintyre like, yeah well uh hear me hear me out here yeah. not just a hobby something that you can obsess about um hunter mcintyre is doing that narrow well not not just hunting i got it okay. i got a sport no, no, I got another one. I got another one. Keep going. oh you do okay yeah. what is it tell me mountain biking mountain oh. biking yeah no i'm in mountain biking so we're uh i'm gonna do the leadville 100 this year um with the intention of like a good time i want to i want one of the big belt buckles um the problem Holy is it's the shit. week if the problem is it's the week after the games and if i do decide and if i am healthy and do the masters competition i'm gonna have to simultaneously train for leadville which is no easy task um and the crossfit games at the same time so we'll see uh, um can you pull up that um oh here we go it's the mountain bike version, not the run. My knee would just turn into dust. I'd look like the guy, the the T one thousand on Terminator two when he goes through the nitrogen. That would be me if I had to <laughs> run hundred miles. Uh, is this it? The 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 stages cycling Leadville Trail one hundred uh, MTB August twelfth two thousand twenty three. This it. is it. The race of all races one hundred miles across the high altitude extreme terrain of Colorado Rockies. This event was created for only the most determined athletes. Is that you? Uh, yeah, I, okay. I think so. I think I qualify there. Starting at 10,152 feet. Are you fucking kidding me? And climbing to 12,424 feet, you'll be challenged to catch your breath. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to – the idea is to kind of do a, a simultaneous training for that, training for the games at the same time video series. Um, we're looking at – there's a four or a five-day or four-day stage race in North Carolina in April. And then there's the 24-hour mountain bike that we do in Amarillo in June, and then culminating with that at the end. <clears throat> you, I, this is totally different than what I was thinking. I was thinking, have you already um, uh, qualified for the event in the lottery? So we've uh, we're partnering with a charity, a mission, and uh-huh. so that's the plan is to to do it with that charity. And I uh, need how- to look up the charity, but we're partnering with Mayhem Mission. And and how many uh, competitors? I, I honestly, I'm not sure. There's three of us that are going to do it. One of my buddies, Dave Curtis, uh, who I elk hunt with, and then Michael Arthur, who's on our board with Mayhem Mission. Crazy. Oh, wait. Let me see what they have. They have Coca-Cola at the aid stations. Let oh. me see that. <laughs> let me see that. Let me see Can't what they wait. got at the aid stations. <laughs> they have water. Oh, Gee will be at the uh, way stations cheering you on. Um, Coca-Cola products, fruit, cookies, potato chips, and salty snacks. Good to go. Stuff. If any <laughs> of the other, if any of the riders want a um, boost in their testosterone or salty snack, you can just lick uh, Rich's neck. <laughs> uh, there will be plenty of both. There'll be plenty of sweat on that neck. On that neck. Um, I, I was, I was seriously going to say, why not this this sport pickleball has exploded. I do like pickleball. Pickleball is pretty fun. We've got. Uh, I haven't like went full into it, but I enjoy it. Um, you know, I still like to play flag football. Uh, kids are getting to the age where they're going to start playing sports though. So Trice wants to play baseball this year. Um, 
Lakeland is she's really into gymnastics uh, via, but also wants to like cheer. And I told her she, she could do any tumbling, any prep to get ready for cheer, but I will not do any cheer competitions until she gets to when she can make that decision in high school. But I'm not putting my daughter in some, outfit and makeup at eight years old i just i won't do it dude that hey, stuff think, is intense too we intense. have a we have a cheer uh uh cheerleading gym across the street from my gym directly across the street yeah. and it's the best one i think in the state it, and they are nice. out there till like 10 o'clock and it is nuts it also probably I'll, costs around 40 grand a year to go to that, that i'll support studio. her to like have the base that she needs when she gets there but we're not doing it to where you're going to these shows and all that stuff i just won't do it because of the premium put on aesthetics, because of that whole yeah, the whole yeah. makeup and I all mean, that shit. She's, yeah, one hundred percent. She's incredibly athletic. Like the kid, she went to two or three tumbling, um, like classes, and she came out could do backhand spring to back tuck, and she's eight. You know, like with within one or two, the the instructor was like, "Hey, we want her to cheer," and I was like, "Sorry, kid, not happening." <laughs> She'll cheer for the cheer team. That's right. Cheer on. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, and she'll be riding her motorcycle over there. That's right. She can ride her dirt bike. She's got her dirt bike, and uh, so it's fun. Uh, Manny Serrano, uh, $10. Just joined the Mayhem's Master's program. If I win the 10K, I will be donating a percentage to this podcast. There That's you go. what I'm talking about. Oh, Manny. Awesome. Love it. Love it, Manny. That's, uh, don't they, uh, don't they wear, uh, makeup for gymnastics competition? Don't question Rich. She don't, yeah, she's not stop. doing gymnastics. She's not even doing the competitions. She's going to the classes. Yeah, just the class. Yeah. Physical activity. Um, I saw this when I was Googling your name, uh, this morning, Uh-oh. I saw, um, this, is this, is this people just selling shit that they shouldn't be selling? It's, it's the theme this week of stealing trademarks. Um, it's on a website called Redbubble, and, uh, Red I'm guessing, yeah, I'm guessing, not no, not it's us. not you. That's not us. So that's just someone taking your, they can't do that, right? Uh, can't you do anything nowadays? <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> don't buy from haven't them we, haven't we figured out in 2023 that you can do whatever the hell you want <laughs> yeah literally literally <laughs> that's crazy though they took that thing and then man i remember the first time someone ripped off one of my images and made a shirt it just really <laughs> it just really grind my gears Bastard. that was john travolta when he was a kid that wasn't you Sousa. Uh, uh. Uh, for Rich's uh, PT, so he can win Masters. Michelle Shanks. Oh, hey, thanks. Um, Rich, when you have uh, someone like Guy who is – well, let me ask you this. Is Guy an amazing um, Olympic lifter? Guy is an amazing athlete all around, but yeah. And do you glean – when you see someone in there like that and you're watching them, do you glean things from them? Like if you see something about his foot position or where he pulls or do you sense yourself like – okay, I need to plagiarize that or I'm going to try that. I think my body's too old to get into those positions that he can get into. I mean, I would love to be as, inc- you know, mobile. I mean, I'm still decently mobile, I guess, for a 35-year-old that has no cartilage in their knees, but um, is an impressive. Like, there's just so, – it's just – you just watch him and you're like, damn. You know, like, that's all I got. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I can't even – it just looks so effortless. It's so fluid. It's just – it's awesome. Not like fluid back and forth. It's just, you know. So when you now, when you refine movement, it's probably more for sustainability and uh, in, in longevity and not performance. You're like, hey, that hurts. I need to figure out a way to fix that. Not, hey, I need to fix that so I can lift more weight. No, definitely. I mean, there's still like I'm 
my problem is I'm really good at compensating. And that's kind of what's happened over the years of like, all right, you know, my body is good at trying to figure out a way around an injury where I should just attack the injury in a kind of a healthy way where I'm like, oh, shoulder hurts. Now I'm going to put it in this position and go around for a press and then, you know, put too much pressure on supraspinatus or whatever it is. So I'm, I'm trying to do a little bit more accessory type stuff. We still do it. I still do a ton of efficiency. How can I, you know, speed something up, do it, you know, on the minute touch and go type 135 movements. I brought those back in recently just to build some fitness back and build a base and some volume. But, um, I don't know why, you know, Hillary <clears throat> the other day was like, why, why are you still, why are you doing this? And I'm like, this is what I know how to do, you know, like, I don't feel like I need to do it, but I just, just, it's the only thing I'm good at. So, uh, I just keep doing it. Aaron, thank you. Oh, Aaron, I think oh, I think we started the show with your YouTube comment. Super is that yours? Yeah, uh, I don't know what that one? is, but that's Canadian money. That's good shit. Oh wow, is it? Yeah. What is that? Like eighty percent? I don't know. It's I don't even know good. anymore. It's good. it's good though. What's Trudeau done to that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's uh it's uh virus free. That money. Oh healthy. yeah, that is. It's, it's yeah. It's the, been washed. The, uh, it's interesting to me that you and Hillary have those um conversations did you hear uh one of the things and, and i believe this wholeheartedly um uh, uh liver king was saying that hey he was working out all the time we know he was a crossfitter he did a bunch of crossfit competitions he said basically he was working out for his mental health that basically you know insecure guy you know and he even said that he was concerned that he had a little back fat when you hear shit like that from a guy like that you're like okay there's some sort of image something issue yep. yeah something something's going on and he was getting he was getting so juiced up and so big that it was he didn't even look human anymore. Like I, I think the vast majority of people probably don't find that attractive, or except maybe other men who have those those maybe those issues. mental issues. Right. And then he said that he wanted to get on steroids. He was working out twice a day as hard as he could, and he got on steroids so that he could maintain working that out. And that makes sense to me, like around that mental illness, right? Mm -hmm. But instead of then dealing with the mental illness. He started working out three times a day, right? <laughs> he just, he just, he just, he's basically self-medicating. Yeah. And I think by, by no means am I suggesting you have a mental illness, but it is, I mean, I, at least for me and most of the people I know who do CrossFit, it is a form of self-medication. Right. Yeah. I, I 1000% think, you know, I have an addictive personality. Um, there's some substance abuse issues in my, that run in my family. And I just think that I found a different substance to abuse. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, the last couple of years I've, kind of come to terms with that. Um, yeah, it's, it's, um, I've not fixed it, but you know, uh, <laughs> you're aware of it. That's the first step. <laughs> at least it's made me, uh, it's, it's, it's made me successful. One could say I picked something to have a good self. I mean, you look, I mean, I look back at the more and more I've, you know, the older you get, the more introspective you get and you're like, all right, so, when I was a kid, it was sports and whatever sport I was playing, that was, that was kind of my obsession. And then I moved on to firefighting and then from there CrossFit. And so it's, or, you know, plug in whatever you want to, but yeah, there's definitely, uh, I think all probably high end athletes have some type of, of substance abuse. And that's kind of how we medicate. Uh, um, when you did four, four years of, uh, varsity baseball in high school. So that means as a freshman, you are on the varsity baseball team. We, so our, my freshman year, the, um, 
the head coach at that time would not allow freshman on varsity, so he shipped us off, and we had our own freshman league, which was incredible. We got to play every single game. And it wasn't even JV. It was like a completely separate league. And uh, so I got a ton of playing time and, and did that. But, yeah, the next three years were all varsity. And when and, and what was the and were you obsessed with baseball then? A thousand percent. Yeah. Like that's all I thought about. You know, I would stay after and and that's kind of where I found working out too was like, all right, how do I get better at baseball? I work out. And you know, you're in high school and I think everybody, every guy and girl in high school has some type of body image issue and you you start working out to let's be honest, everybody starts working out because you want to look better. Like right, that's right. You're trying 1, to attract mates. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so and then I would, I would still say and argue that I have some body image issue. Like we look at each other or you look at yourself in the mirror, like, damn, like that's not, you know, that's kind of what keeps you motivated. It is what it is. Like, you don't need to tell yeah. me that, uh, Rich. I live in that space. I'm lo- I can't even, I don't even see you guys when I look at the computer screen. I'm You're looking, just at, looking at yourself. Yes. The whole time. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, it is what it is. And uh, as long as, you know, I'm, I'm not like hypercritical of myself to where I'm going to go like, you know, but. I guess you could say my working out is is my way to deal with that as well. Well, also your your um, vocation, yeah, I, is, is to is 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 you and and to be honest, I think everyone has appreciated. I mean, let's face it: before there was a Liver King, you never wore a shirt. I mean, you never <laughs> wear a fucking shirt. I sweat a lot. I have, to go yeah. through, I have to go through like eight shirts if I wore a shirt all day. It's just too much laundry. It's really just it it's really an economic thing. Hey, you know? I'm being a conservationist, you know? That's like, right. I'm pr- stopping. It's not global warming. What is it now? Climate change. Climate change, yeah. Right. right. Mm-hmm. You're doing your part. I'm doing Lowering his footprint. There. Lowering you, you my know, footprint. That's right. I, I have to say this along those lines that there is – I saw this article recently that there's 14% more vegetation on planet Earth today than there was 10 years ago because of the increase in CO2, which is sounds like a good thing to me. I, I makes sense to me. I'm not a scientist. More, more O2. Oh, you, you go, thank God. That, that means you can think clearly. You got that? <laughs> Rich, what that? about – I'm not a scientist. Years ago, there was this kind of um, – I don't want to say it was a movement, but there were these gyms. There were these things popping up where – um, Christians didn't want to work out with their shirt on. I, I can't, can't. I don't want to um, say it was their shirt Leverage. on or shirt off. Shirt. Sorry, shirt off. Graham Holbrook gym. Was, maybe it was great. No, I'm okay with the gym. Maybe, but like did you ever have a? Th- did you ever have any conflict with um, working out with your shirt off and your faith? That anything that it said in the Bible? No. no. Okay. Fuck that. Don't even let me plant that <laughs> seed in your head. God forbid I do something that causes you to put your shirt back on. <laughs> Um, what about any, um, what about any fitness goals in CrossFit? Um, are those at 35, those, like those days are gone, bro. They're, they are. Yeah. So you're not, so you're in, um, John Brzezink, the world's greatest arm wrestler told me this one time when he was about 35, he goes, Hey dude, I'm in maintenance mode. Maintenance. So, I'm, so you're I'm not trying. going for a max deadlift, a new PR in your mile time. There's no, there's no, you have none of those. No, I mean, t- t- each day is different, you know, like I, how the programming or what I'm doing, whatever workout I'm doing is affecting me differently than I was in 2014. Like I look back and I'm like, how the hell did I snatch 300 plus pounds in 2014? Like I, it seems so foreign to me and I don't ever touch anything more than 245, 255. And then at whatever, it's not regionals. What was it? Semifinals last year, I hit 275. Fine. I'm like, Mm. all right, maybe I could if I needed to, but I just don't need to. Like it's, it's it's almost in a weird state of like I hate I almost hate the the place I'm in where I'm like okay with that 
but it's also like, I think I have to be in that place or I will wreck myself. Like I can't at some point, like, yeah, I want to keep hanging out with these kids and working out at the same rate. But at some point it's like, Hey, I can't lift a heavy barbell multiple times a day because it beats me up way different than it does, you know, Guy, who's, you know, a different athlete, one, a different athlete, and then way younger and way less miles. Like even if I'm 35, I've got, a, I'm a high mileage one or you know, <laughs> high mileage. So <laughs> it's uh, it's a little different. So I'm just trying to, man, and it's hard. It is hard to like, I'd be lying if I was, you know, okay with it. Like there's days where I'm like, you're a bitch, you know, like, and there's days where I'm like, Hey, you did pretty good today. So it's, it's been tough. And that's, that's the hard part with, with competing with Tyler and Sam, like, um, I'm, I'm the old man on the team and, and, uh, I just don't want to, don't want to hold everybody back. Well, you said something really smart in the video. I don't think you're holding anyone back. You said something really smart in the video. And I, I like your videos too, because you got to be really listening to catch these, but I'm not sure how much you're about to lift, but you say, Hey, I'm not about to fuck up. You don't use fuck up. You said, I'm not about to mess up, uh, my last 10 weeks of work, meaning <laughs> then I can figure out from there. Okay. He's obviously been healing. Yeah. And he's not about to do something stupid in training to, yeah. to derail the train. So it sounds like you're smart. I'm, you know, the older you get, a little smarter you get, but it also is with, you know, I know what's going to happen to my body if I keep, you know, trying to push in, in certain ways where I, I don't need to push. Uh, Trish, I don't know if this is a, a boy or a girl, by the way. Uh, Rich, do you feel that fans still think of you as 2014 Rich when you meet them? Is that I am you? still 2014 Rich. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, here's the thing, Trish. Here's the thing I was tripping on. These fucking people, these new athletes don't even know Rich the way we know him. That, yeah, I know. It is I'm so... Just a, I'm just a shell of a human being at this point. <laughs> here's, here's why. Like, think, think of, think of uh, um, uh, Olivia Kerstetter. Uh, Emma Lawson. They're 17. They were seven. Crazy. Seven. Haley was, yeah. I'm like, do you remember uh, the movie Angels in the Outfield? Where the, no. uh, um, it's got like Danny Glover in it. It has. Old school movie. Uh, old school movie. Yeah. I can see Disney the poster. Movie. I can see the poster. You need to see the poster, but there's a scene in there where like this pitcher got traded to them and he can't pitch anymore. His shoulder's all jacked up or whatever. And the kid walks up to him and he's like, that's Mel Clark. And the other kid goes, you used to be Mel Clark. That's what I feel like. Like you used to be Rich, you used to be Rich Froning. I'm like, yeah, kid. I used to be Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Like Matthew McConaughey's in that movie. But yeah, it's definitely like I I used to be Rich Froning. You know. Uh, I hope Hiller sees this and uses it in a video trolling you. God, he should. He should because it's it's real. You know. I'm like, I man. I used to be. Beat it, kid. I Beat it, kid. <laughs> Hey, when I was doing the podcast for a second with um, um, Matt and Josh, I saw a comment in the YouTube once. They it said, "Why are Matt and Josh doing this podcast with this old guy? Who is this?" And it's because I haven't like been around Browning. in three years, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" In three years, they just fucking you're, oh, you're dude, done. it's what can you do for me lately? That's that's the, I mean that's that's the world we live in. So hundred yeah. percent, yep, yeah, yeah. I'm not hating. It's okay. I get it. It is what it is, man. That's where we're at. Um. <laughs> It, it, it is it is pretty crazy though i i titled in the um thumbnail for this podcast i said the last needle mover i it is really nuts how much you move the needle mm -hmm. i mean you i i don't think that there's anyone close to what you do 
Are you, are you aware of that? Like how much, I mean, you, I think we, I we just can't get a podcast it. with more than 10,000 views. We made a clip with you and it shot up over a hundred thousand. Yeah. So I'm like, I, what the fuck is going on here? I think I just hit it at the right time. Honestly, you know, like it was about perfect. Um, you know, one thing that's, I was probably one of the last, you know, there's still come some of us that hang around like Panchik and Smith that, um, were gym owners, are gym owners and, and, grew up with the community if that makes sense like mm -hmm. we're at a spot now with the sport and there's nothing wrong with it it is what it is it's the sport but none of these kids go to a gym really you know they're part of their training camp or they train in their garage or train by themselves. like um i do miss a little bit of that like i but you have it has to be different like if you want it to be a professional sport you got to treat it like a professional sport but i think back back in my day you know we were part of the community not to say that these athletes aren't part of the community. It's just a different time. We're, we're in a different time and um, just different. So yeah. yeah. Um, what are you going to say? Think about Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. Susan. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, Dave just brought up a really great point. Like I've made the joke a couple of times and I called you the people's champ. It's because you were so invested in everything. Like you, you had, you were at the L ones, you had the red shirt, you were showing up at other gyms, you were involved in a lot of the charity stuff and you were still competing at the highest the level. Free videos on.com, endless free videos oh, on.com owned yeah. the affiliate. I mean, just all the shit you did it all. Well, as cheesy as it sounds, CrossFit is the community. Like that's that's what makes what's what's different. Like if we're one, we we trim it down. Like CrossFit just stole a bunch of other good shit, and put it together. But it's the community that makes it so good, and the you know how awesome it is. And I and I'm and I want to see that continue, even with what happened with with the mothership or whatever you want to call it. Uh, now that it's like we still can you know even if they're going to keep shitting it up then we can still as the community can still keep it together like no matter where i go yeah. different country different place it's the same type of people and i for me i want to try to maintain that as long as we can like crossfit the methodology i think is incredible but the community side of it is what makes it and what brings people back would you ever take a leadership position um on the mothership i don't know um Maybe you like know. in charge of growth or something like that. Hey, let me I ask just, you this. Let me ask you this. If I would have asked you this five years ago, yes. you probably would have said no. Oh, well, if you go back, like, I don't even know what five years ago. Probably seven I, or eight I, years I, ago, absolutely, 1,000%. And then now the way we are and kind of the way they are, like, I don't want to say we're on parallels whatsoever. Like, everybody knows what CrossFit is ahead of what Mayhem is. But I have a, an incredible team here that have common, mm. you know, values, and we can change – our community, which is part of the greater CrossFit community. And I don't want to sound like, oh, I have control. Like I, I've got a good team that they have just as much. Control I hear, I'm hearing you loud and clear. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I don't, and not, not to say that CrossFit's too far gone. It's not, I don't think that, but it's just, no, I, I I'm happy where I'm at. I'm 100% um, with, with where we're at. I, I do think that um, what the, what the company is missing is a figurehead. Mm -hmm. And that they need someone who's like re repeating what the vision is, right? That, you know, saying constantly varied functions. I just don't know what height. the vision is at this point. You know, that's the hard part. Uh, you do, you do. Oh. You're doing it. You're doing it at Mayhem. I mean, you've had you have the people who've lost 100 pounds. You've had the guy who yes. had the heart attack in the gym, and you've had the champs. I mean, and we so have 83 year olds at the gym, 84 year old at this point, you know, like that's mm -hmm. CrossFit to me. Like we have this life class. We have is longevity and functional efficiency. It's not as scary as CrossFit, but it is CrossFit They're And they're all 
50 plus and they're grinding just as hard as some of these athletes in here and they freaking love it. That to me is awesome. I, I guess what the, I think the company needs is someone who really believes in it, just speaking nonstop to the base. Right. right. So, and not worried about what anyone else thinks. And, and right. I think we had that in Greg and I think we had that in Dave yep. and, uh, Dave was never really given the opportunity to completely open his wings, right. but, 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 uh, but yeah. yeah, we got we got to be okay with ourselves. We got to be okay with hey, like CrossFit is for everybody, but not everybody is for CrossFit. If that makes right. sense, it's like hey, right. yes, you yeah. know, like I one thousand think one thousand percent think that everybody out on the street would have would benefit from doing CrossFit, but they're not all going to do CrossFit, and that's okay. We've got to be okay and stop fighting everybody and be like, hey, if you're doing some type of fitness, then let's go. You know, that's that's what matters, right? So. And, and, and when they say it's for white supremacists, we have to just let it bounce off. <laughs> let it go. I, I saw that article, too. <laughs> saw that article, too. What is going on? What is hey, going on that, in this world? That same Crazy. newspaper said that uh, – that same newspaper, the New York Times, said that uh, if you want to help the environment, you should breed with shorter men uh, to – in order – because we, we consume less, less resources. Less All right. Yes, yes. <laughs> Giving some Touché. love to the short kings out there. Touche. 2022, Rich is so chilled. We all watched the Lions game at Legends Championships instead of watching CrossFit uh, uh, couch froning now. <laughs> we did. We watched the Lions game. Lions-Vikings game. It's big time, you know? Like, we don't get to play meaningful games in November. Chill out. Uh, Steve Flores, which year would you say you were the fittest? Uh, probably 2019. 2019, 2000. Yeah. Oh, that, that breaks my fucking heart. You were a team already. God I know. damn it. Yeah, I, I would say 15, 16. I had a little issue in 17 with my knee, 17, 18 <laughs> with my knee, and then 19. I was I was pretty fit in 19. All around, you know, like everybody wants to complain and talk about my swimming and running, but back then you didn't really specialize in swimming and running to that point. Almost you know, like is, the team competition wasn't enough for you. Like you were like waiting for the team, just like, no, no, no. heck no. Like, oh, I, oh. I loved it. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying at that point, that was probably my healthiest slash fittest year. We, we worked hard. That was the me, Dre, Tasia. And then probably the last two years I've been, been healthy ish and pretty fit. Uh, he's still 2014 rich to me. Oh, come on. Let him get old. Don't hold, <laughs> don't hold. Don't hold. I still eat Uncrustables with the kids, you know. Those out of the freezer are good. (laughs) Are you talking about the peanut butter jelly sandwiches that are like already made? Oh, that's horrible, Rich. It is horrible, (laughs) but it goes right through. Like it is not staying long. That is, uh, you know, like it's not staying long enough to really defile my intestines or go through my body. Like it can't do much damage. No, I'm like the the metabolism is just going straight through that. Do you think you you, are you good at pickleball? Do you think you could uh, become great at pickleball? I think I'm a pretty decent athlete. My hard part is like I'm really good cutting to my right, but this left knee, depending on the day, is pretty achy, and so cutting to my left is is the hard part at this point. Like it's some days are touch and go. You think you could be like world class? I don't know. I don't even know what world class pickleball looks like. <laughs> yeah, neither do I. But I, it seems to be all the hype. It is all the hype, isn't it? Uh, what do, do you have a favorite machine? Um, do you use a lap pull down machine or a leg press, or do do you have any machines you you fool around on? Oh yeah, we use lap lap pull down, seated row, that type of stuff. Um, not leg extension. Not leg. I, don't, I stay away. I, there was. <laughs> That, well, I, I, got, I heard I you say corrected. it. That's the only reason why corrected. I know. I got corrected in the you did? YouTube comments. Apparently, the <laughs> the studies have found that that is not true. 
that that does not cause more shear on the knee. So maybe I might start doing this. I don't know. We'll see. Mm. I, I, there should be another Instagram the account. Trust, not what would Rich do, but trust Rich. Trust Rich. <laughs> hey, Rich, advice to stop chasing for game spots. Being super com- competitive in the sport is addictive, but some people just can't make it. Chasing a spot for five or six years, for example, and then masters and so on. Have I'm not fun, sure. Have fun. I don't really know what the question is in there. Like, yeah, you're getting caught up in, you know, chasing the game spot. I think it's just enjoy enjoy the process. If you enjoy working out, um, start out with it have, being fun. Like, if you're not doing it for a profession, then uh, then don't stress about it. But, like, that's, you know, I think Pat Sherwood, or, yeah, Pat Sherwood said it best, that it was like it should be the best hour of your day, not an added stress and something you're, like, not looking forward to. So I think a lot of people get caught up in that. And I'm not saying don't have goals and don't, you know, strive towards something. Um, but it should be fun. CrossFit's fun. Like if you really get back to it and, and do it um, and have that mentality, then it's pretty fun. There's a lot of things to get good at. And there's a lot of different things that, you know, you can change up. And um, I enjoy it. Yeah, and that mentality too is great. Just to have fun with it because you see so many people. And I'm sure you've seen it, especially at Mayhem, where they come in and they have all these aspirations to compete, and they just the first dive thing in everybody first. wants to do. First oh, thing. dude, and then they burn out. Like three or four months later, they they hate it, and then they yeah. don't even do it anymore. And they put all this pressure for double sessions and getting yeah. in all their work. And you're like, dude, just have. And I tell just, people all the time, I'm like, for the first year, just have a good time. Just, just have a good time and learn how to move well. And then after that, as you start to develop your skills and everything else, you can advance it. But until yeah. then, just have a good time. Just lay that foundation. For sure. God, there's so many freaking people watching. Can you come on every day? Uh, They wouldn't watch watch as much if I came on every (laughs) day. Right, right, right. Uh, Patrick Thompson, favorite early CrossFit Games moment. The MC of the Games was Travis Bajant hyping out the crowd when Rich was about to finish first in the event heat. The good old days, right? Yeah. I I do I do want to um, figure out a way to to get you and Tyson together. I do want to get Tyson yeah. out yeah. there. Uh, I'd love to, to have him up here to Cookville. Um, I'll I'll send you a text later on and tell you some of the crazy stuff because you know he's thrown his last pass. So and he signed with an agent and there's already okay. just crazy shit happening. Dude, NIL is is insane. I don't, I it's I love that the players are getting to make some money off their name. Um, I do not like the current state of college football at the moment where kids can transfer on a whim and they're making, you know, I, I, I did not like it before that where they were not making any money off their name. Like that, that was wrong, but I, it, we got to figure something out. So well, he's, into- he's done now. He's, yeah. he's going, he's going to the draft. He's going to the senior. Oh, okay. Board. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. So, so he's ready to go, but it's crazy. Cause he's division two. The last time a division two quarterback got drafted into the NFL was 1996. The last time an NFL player was drafted from his high, from his college was 1960. But I think this kid's going to go in the first round, man. That's mm. awesome. Yeah, That's it, awesome. and and he is really uh God. He reminds me of the 2014 version of you, just in his, <laughs> in, in, in his, de- and it's just shell. his demeanor. He's yeah. so he's so yeah. well put together. He's not worried about um, uh, winning. He's uh, interested in showcasing his talents. You said he's a good kid, so I like I said, God, doors, he's so doors always open for good kids. Yeah, and and a, and a, a, a true CrossFitter. I love it. Yeah, true CrossFitter uh, through and through. Yeah, and, and obviously. Yeah, yeah, he's our he's uh, his dad is our friend. I'm so happy for Travis. Um, I've 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 uh, rekindled the friendship with Travis awesome. just to just to get his son on my show. <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> he is special though, that's for sure. That's awesome. I uh, uh t- two things left. 
Gotcha. You have to pee. I noticed you're wiggling around in your chair. No, it's I got about, an hour. I got about yeah. ten. I got yeah, yeah. My, okay. my hour he's get, limit. Yeah, yeah. He's getting movies. I, I, um, I always assumed that the, um, that the tattoo, mm-hmm. uh, with the with the Galatians scripture, six fourteen. Yep. The Galatians six fourteen was in regards to um, the loss of your cousins when you were a young man. Mm-mm. And recently I heard on a podcast that that came about because of the rope climb incident. Yep. And I, I it's so fucking crazy that I didn't know that. Well, I've got the other two. Um, you know, the one on my tricep is for my, my cousin, man, who's just uh, the other day was uh, 15 years since crazy. he passed. And then my, my grandma and then the other one on my shoulder was from my other cousin, his Donnie's brother. And then in 2011, that's where the the side tattoo came from. And um, yeah, it was basically just to like, hey, doesn't matter what you do, um, it's not about you. And so it's a daily reminder to keep keep me humble, and and that it's about Christ. And for me, you know, my faith is such a huge part of why I do what I do. Um, and over the years, you know, my faith is always going to be first and foremost. And now adding in having the kids and and what they see, and and making sure that they can see that. Um, well, as they say, hard work pays off. Um, and so I've heard that. <laughs> um, and, and so it's, uh, yeah, it's just a reminder to, Hey, you're not that cool. Oh shit. We just got a text from, uh, awesome. the lawyers Tra- trademark. Yeah. Cut that part. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Okay. I checked my phone. Sorry. I was like, what? We- <laughs> hey, fun. um, and, and, and what, and what is it? What is the, the, may I never boast in anything except for the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ, which has been crucified to me and I to the world. It, me, me, meaning that you should be celebrating the only thing you should be celebrating or 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 take if you have to take pride in something take pride in the fact yeah like for me i in so long you know i was talking about baseball and firefighting for me those things had become identity to me and, and who i was and which is cool it. as a kid right that's it's okay cool as a kid, right? and 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 well identity and you put so much so much for me and when what i believe you put so much into worldly things and things of this world, and they're always going to kind of let you down. And right. so okay. for me, it's about faith and what, what I believe Jesus did for us and for our souls. And, and it's really about that and not about like you can I can fail. You know, I'm not going to enjoy the failure and being a part of that, but knowing that I'm going to be OK, because I believe that, you know, there's a better place after this. Right. What was harder? Uh, so, so going back to the baseball thing, when you didn't go a- after your senior year, did you want to become a professional baseball player? Hundred percent. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. And then I had a girlfriend back here, and if we're being hundred percent honest, I was like, you know, got homesick and and came back here uh, after being up there for a couple of weeks. Oh, that's interesting. I think that happened to Hopper. Basically, I think he, Hopper went to yeah. Clemson and had yep. some issues being away from the net. Yep. Uh, Heidi, Heidi Kroom, uh, four ninety nine. Does Rich have any single friends? Hmm. I think everybody's about taken now with Luke getting uh, finally getting his rose. You know. Wow. <laughs> Heidi, we'll put you on the list. Right, right at the at yeah, the very top. Yeah, 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 you got yeah. That, right? Little reality show. Uh, yeah. Hey, did she actually do that to him just to fuck with him? Ah, oh, he must have got a phone call or a text or something For came sure. in. Oh, he's yeah. back. Wife's calling. 
Okay. Wife's calling. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, last thing. Uh, Rich refused to come on the show unless uh, the the deal was he would come on the show if I plugged his uh, new Nano. Um, and he oh, said I had yeah. to do it do it in the first ninety minutes. So let's get that shit out of the way. <laughs> so here it is. Hey, is that you know? D- D- I didn't know Dave was such a uh, Dave called Rory and asked for some shoes. I'm like, buy your own. Did he? He's like, no, no, I, I'm getting oh, mine. I'm getting mine. That, get mine from that the source. That is not my not my favorite. Uh, which is a little <laughs> bit more red, white, and blue for being 100 percent honest. Yeah. Really I like the black and red. I like the black and red. Uh, but the red, white, and blue is supposed to be red, white, and blue. That looks more like a bomb pop, you know, one of those um, ice cream things. So I, I'll wear the black and red. So white and pink and blue is not my. Uh, yeah, that looks like a girl's shoe. My first choice. Yes. Is that? I, th- I just assumed that was the female one. I. I don't think so. I think they're, um, I, I think they're gender neutral shoes. I think you can get both mm-hmm. sizes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. What about, uh, oh yeah, you can look at that. What about, um, what, what are you going to wear at Wadapalooza? Will you wear the new ones? Do you wear some ones that you like you're addicted to, or that's like a, man, I'm, I, I do love this shoe, that black and red shoe, but man, I always come back to this, um, the X one with, uh, this one. It's my favorite shoe. Oh, okay, and they still have that on there too. That shoe's actually on sale on there right now, by the way. Yeah, but you can't get my size ever, so I don't even have any more of them. So I'm just hanging on to them barely. <laughs> how how many shoes do you have in a box? Mm, I, don't, I don't know if I have many in the box. Honestly, I just wear shoes until they die, and then I ask for more. Wow. I try to. Oh keep shit! My, they uh, only have two footprint. sizes left. Yeah, I know. I know. I try to get them to make more colors of those, but they wouldn't. Uh, how many more years left with Reebok? Two. One, two, two. two. Yep. 2024, 10 years. Rich Froney, Nike athlete. Uh, Rich, can you help bring back? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Rich. Twice. This is true. That's twice. Is, I got to go. This is truly the final question then. Can you help bring back the Nano too? That's a great question. I'm trying. I'm trying. I've tried. We'll see. All right. Brother. All right. Love Thank you. Bye. you. Yeah, I love you Thank too. You Thank you for everything. Thank you, brother. See you next I'll week. Be back. Yeah, see, see you next week. week. Yeah. Caleb from the undisclosed location. Caleb, what happened to your hat, dude? It was getting hot. You don't wear you don't wear it after midnight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, un- indestructible. That's why I have a feeling that's why they'll never bring those back. Yeah, they last too long. Too good of a shoe. Look at this fucking basking in it right now. Oh, dude! (laughs) Look at this. We started the week with uh, with uh, uh, Spencer and Laura Horvat. Who did we have? Olivia. Oh, Olivia (laughs) Kerstetter. Olivia Kerstetter and and Spencer Panchik. We started the week. Then we switched to the affiliate series, which was way better than I was expecting uh, from uh, Trish Evangelista for Babylon CrossFit. Then we did. We we had. The X, the X Games director on, uh, in in house, popping the hymen of the show. That's a medical term, Caleb. You may not be you may not be familiar with it. Hymen. I'll have to Google that one later. Okay. Uh, uh, D- Dave Castro. Uh, oh no! Before I missed, how could I miss? We had Daniel Brandon. That was a great show. A lot of fun. And then. We, we after a, a hard week of, of climaxing with Dave, we just sat back on the couch and smoked a cigarette with <laughs> Rich Froning Jr. Crazy, uh, awesome.
I, I probably need some scripture. I'm like, I, I'm not put. I'm putting like, I'm so proud of us, and I'm not putting Jesus first, and I feel a little bad for it. But well, there's so no time too late to change. He no, understands. Like, Don't worry. He understands. He does. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna slap me down now. Yeah. The rock's gonna hit the windshield of my minivan, and it's gonna bring me back there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get too high. Oh shit. It's more of a double climax. I know. I know that that's a woman talking. That's how you guys do it. We don't, we don't do that one so much. We don't double climax. Yeah. I ain't no double climax around here. <laughs> we're a, we're a one and done and then uh, smoke a cigarette. Or something. <laughs> and go, go to bad. the fridge. Yeah, it could be fridge. a solid 60 seconds, but I appreciate you Heidi uh, extending the metaphor to include both sexes. Very inclusive. Uh, <clears throat> what a week. Can someone pay me just to watch your podcasts all day? Yeah. Someone can someone pay us to do them all day? Uh, vindicate, uh, get all your CEO clothes there. Froning brought double the viewers in the middle of the day. Then Daniel Brent, let's not do that. Whoa, but but good on. point. But good point. <laughs> Crazy. The Daniel Brandon show was really good. I, 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 I felt like she got the best version of me. She brought out the best version of me. It was worth getting jacked up on espresso and being up until midnight that night. Yeah, she was, uh, I'm looking to see how well the um Oh, I can't. Oh, oh. Hey, you think that Rich Froning hanging out with Cam Haynes is going to lead to him being on Rogan? Oh, cuz Cam's been on Rogan? Well, yeah, they're buddies, right? He's like in that little group of little group. I don't know why I fucking said it like that. They're way cooler than I am. But he's in that he's in that group with like Well, tight, tight, dude. elite. Yeah, the elite, tight group. Yeah. That's what I meant. And so like I feel like once Cam hangs out with Rich, he's going to be like, dude, this guy's awesome. And then somehow he'll connect up with uh with Joe and then next thing you know, we'll have we'll have the champ on the podcast. The, the thing is, Cam's right? I mean the, Say that again, Caleb. Cam's going to be at that race he's going to do too, I bet. To Correct me. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Rich though is like Rich is the double whammy. I mean, we all love him because he's the champ in, in in our in our community. But he's like actually really cool, right? I'm not stupid. He's yeah. like the coolest no. dude ever, right? Yeah, definitely. Sure. You just hang out with him. Especially, I bet uh, we get we get the unfiltered Rich when there's no cameras on too. Probably having even a little more fun. Uh, yeah, but you know what? He's this, that, he he brings it to the show. He does here. He fucking brings he does, it, yeah. dude. I mean, I uh, I mean, I knew a younger Rich when I used to see him in person, but this, I mean, that this, yeah, he's yeah, and he's, I didn't mean like he was holding anything back, but you know how it is. Everybody, when you're on the right, camera, right. there's this, yeah. But when you're just hanging, like out, the shit I say to you about Caleb, as soon as I call you, and we're done with the show, <laughs> I don't stay on the show. Right? He's the people champ, baby. God, I just feel like if we stay on longer, he might come back. Like, do you think he'll come back? He'll be like, oh, my wife didn't need me. I'm back for ten more. <laughs> <laughs> like right, I got 15. Let's get some more questions. Uh killing it as usual, fellas. Victor, Victor Brown. Thanks, Victor. Oh, you know what? The, you know what talking to Rich makes me want to do too? Makes me want to text uh Josh Bridges. You should. I See what he's to. doing next next uh weekend. Maybe uh he'll, maybe he'll stop it and say hi. Let me see. I and you know what? I should text Hobart too. I, what do you think? Do you think we could do another series with Hobart? You think he's ready? To I be- fucking hope so. I really missed uh, James on the show. Podcast soon. I'd like to know what your your apostrophe are up to. And Good grammar. 
Uh, Hobart uh, was a fun guest. He was more than a guest. He was like, he was weird, a rate. Like, yeah. What are you talking about? He did. How many shows did he do with us on that I'll, Sunday? News? I'll text Hobart too. Um, uh, can like, you come on soon? Can you come on soon? Please. Oh, I didn't say please to Josh. Please. Excuse me. Oh, shit. I know. I know. Wow. What? One of the biggest names. I can't tell you who this text is from, but one of the biggest oh. names. Biggest names. And that's crazy to say that with, with Rich's being on. Yeah. Just text me. It says yeah. it looks like Seuss is auditioning for a movie. <laughs> he is Grease Grease 17 <laughs> Pull up John Travolta This fucking hair is crazy Or what was the movie Outsiders You look like you're from Outsiders Oh I know Grundler too Oh, oh yeah yeah God. yeah yeah Love You know Outsiders. what I That show with Grundler was really good I had People always ask me what was some of my favorite shows are But uh well, Yeah Gr Grundler was easy We tear shit up We never even got oh, that I had a whole list of shit show. to talk uh, With Grundler about I didn't get to one of them that was a really good show with him. You guys did. Uh, yeah. I'll fuck up a social. Yeah. You look, I would just stuff. <laughs> I, would, I would just stuff Susan in there between uh, smokes, roll up a pack of smokes in my choice. Just stuff him in there between Matt Dillon. And uh, what's the guy from young guns there with the Mickey mouse shirt. I have no idea. God, Patrick Swayze, uh, Ralph Macchio, uh, uh, fucking Matt Dillon. Who's this guy? He was in Young Guns. Billy the Kid. Who is that? Someone tell me. My God, how can I not remember I that? Hey, Emilio Estevez. You want oh, Emilio Estevez? Yes. And who's the guy oh, yeah. in the left, the far left, the little pinner? <laughs> hey, if you want to see something crazy that looks exactly like me, long hair, look up Robbie Benson. Robbie Benson. Robbie Benson was a famous actor in the seventies. Look it up. There's one of him like shirtless playing a guitar and something else. When I used to bartend and my hair was like, super Oh long, wow. It looked exactly wow. like me and people gave it, said it all the time. This was probably like 15 years ago, but they'd say it all the time, all the time. And, uh, not 15 years ago. You're so young there. looking still. It's crazy. How old are you? 35. I just turned 35 in November. Yeah. You're the same age as rich. I guess you guys look the same age. Yeah. We got like yeah. the same size arms too, I think. Let me Pretty look up. Close, yeah. Let me look up John uh, Travolta. You know what you you also look like? You kind of look like um, Lou Ferrigno before you got like if you didn't if you just got juiced to the gills. Yes, like yes, he does. Like if, so much steroids that your nose grew. I'd I, if I could if I wouldn't pass out for needles and instead <laughs> of a scared guy, I'd get juiced to the gills and just be yoked. I mean, look at this. This is so. I mean, this is you, dude, right here with Olivia Newton-John. Mm -hmm. I'll take it. Hey, you I should get... put gel in your hair for one of the shows. Fuck. Just for shits and giggles, just so we can rip on you. I was gonna shave, <laughs> shave it back before Waterpalooza because I don't want to have to deal with it. Did you shampoo it today? Uh, no, I didn't, no, no. I was wearing a beanie earlier before this actually because I coached all the morning classes. It really does look good. It's yeah, so poofy. It is. I always get that. People always think that I'm. What's your wife saying about it and your family saying about it? What are you getting from the, the pundits in your life? Uh, the ones that have known me for a really long time, it's not a surprise because my hair used to be <clears> super long back in my art school days and shit. So a lot of them are just like, oh, it looks like it did when you were much younger. And everybody else just is like, oh, my gosh, your hair is crazy. 
Also, too, it's funny that people are like, oh my God, there it is, dude. Hey, turn to the down. side a little bit. Turn to the side. No, other way. <laughs> oh my God. And do your lips like this. And, like and pucker your lips up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Careful, Sebi. Careful. 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 <laughs> Got to remember. That play a whole fun. movie. What the fuck? Yeah, it's funny. Like a lot of the, a lot of my friends that are my age now, because thirty-five and someone you probably test this. You see a couple people that like you used to be friends with, maybe in high school, your early twenties. Yeah. And half of them you look at, it, you're like, oh shit, you're getting fat. Yeah. And like you could look at some of my stuff from when I was in my early twenties when I first started CrossFit till now and relatively look the same tribute that oh that's cool how i eat and the workouts that i do every day my mouse stopped working oh here we go uh someone asked in here will matt fraser come back on so here's where i am at with matt fraser i would fucking love oh yeah uh i would love to have matt uh on um and it would be awesome i just don't think that for whatever reason, nothing bad, nothing good. I don't think he wants to come on. Um, you know, every once in a while I'll chat with him and I don't want to make it awkward. If he ever wanted to come on, I would it's like be, be like, yeah, what took you so long? But I don't want to keep, uh, I, I, I've bugged him. Like I, like he hates your guts. No, I don't, I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true at all. Um, but, uh, I just don't want to, um, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I fuck with them already. I fuck with everyone from my little office here and at the three plane brothers empire. And, and, you know, I'll still fuck with them a little bit, just like I fuck with everyone. And if he wants to come on, I would just love on him. But, uh, but I I don't know. I'm I'm not going to bug him anymore. I've bugged him enough. I'm now moved on to Hopper. I'll fuck with Hopper a little bit. That's the problem. You know, I don't, these people who do shows with me and then, and then kind of ghost me. Part of me is like, Sevon, don't fucking like, like I've been fucking with Hopper. If I really thought he didn't like me or they didn't like me, I wouldn't fuck with them. Like, no, uh, I don't think that's true at all. I don't think uh, Fraser's woke at all. If if you want to know the truth, I think he's the opposite of woke and he's navigating a very tricky landscape. Uh, Same with Sam Dancer. And I would respect that. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm not, I I know Sam Dancer's uh, ecosystem, but I think me and Sam Dancer see eye to eye on a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm not here to, like, I'm not here to uh, fuck with anyone. Like, if if you don't, if you're not on the live calling show, I'm not gonna. Um, if if you're someone in the CrossFit community, I'm not gonna like, like like I don't care. I'm I, like you know, everyone in the community is welcome on here. Uh, you know, of all, I don't care. Like, if you want to come on this show and say that you think I'm transphobic or that or that I'm misogynist, like you can still come on this show and we can. I can be your friend because I, because the truth is I probably think you're misogynist and I think you're transphobic. <laughs> so, I mean, it's okay. It's perfectly okay. So, so, but that's, that's my deal with Matt. I just, I just, I, I bugged him enough. He knows I would love to have him on. Um, I, 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 I think uh, the world of Hopper and O'Keefe and all those guys, they're cool. So, Fucking Jason's <laughs> comments. Like, I can't get Bro- I can't get a hold of Brooke in. Someone tell her I want her to come on. I I watched her podcast with Sam Dancer the other day. Oh, good. What what are we laughing at here? I, I'm just laughing at Trisha's comments. Like they're just oh. so Trisha ridiculous. Ripping us apart. Beaver looks like a volunteer fighter fighter with two divorces under his belt. 
That's fair. That's fair. That's totally fair. Susan looks like he teaches women about their bodies at a local Holiday Inn Suites. Con- Holy shit. Holy shit. You got to stop. You got to stop. <laughs> I do not. This one's not accurate. Those other ones are good. Those other ones are good. Only because it's you. Those other ones are good. I don't sell anything at a gas station. Oh, shit. <laughs> Trish is bringing some heat. Oh, my God. If I... Uh, Beaver looks like the assistant girl volleyball coach who gets all the girls' Snapchats. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, Trish want a job at the Fake Seven podcast. Is that thing yeah, still going? That thing doesn't pop up in my feed anymore. I think it's been posted on a while. Oh yeah, yeah. Tell Brooks that. I, uh, tell Brooks that I'd love to have her on. Um. Uh. Yeah, I'm curious. Um, I, I actually watched the podcast that her, her and Sam dance are on. And you know what's interesting? She was so calm on that podcast. I mean, she was the host, but she was so calm. She still have a uh, pretty big following, right? Look up antisocial. It's used wrong. Okay, fuck you then. Let me look it up. <laughs> because because I asked if, if Rich was antisocial. You're saying I use antisocial is a personality disorder. It's a particularly challenging type of personality disorder characterized by like like there's any personality disorders that aren't particularly challenged by uh, challenging. It's a particularly challenging type of personality disorder characterized by impulsive, irresponsible, and often criminal behavior. Oh yeah, I did use it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck me. Oh shit! Did you see the text we we got? No. You're gonna love it. You're gonna be Good. giddy. Good. Uh oh my god. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna go out and do some blow. It was nice <laughs> hanging with you guys. <laughs> Holy shit. Hey, you know what's crazy? Um, I will tell you guys this about exciting news. That that is two pretty incredible texts we got. I mean, that's what I mean. He's a fucking needle mover. Mm-hmm. You have Rich on and just good shit rains. Someone did say the other day that they think that they may have a a sponsor and it's and they told me who the sponsor was and it would be absolutely a perfect sponsor for a uh love line show with daniel brandon that's mm. all we need a little incentive baby we'll oh get it my in god be great It'll be it great. would be nuts you guys that show would be crazy dude especially too like if we really got some good graphics and and she was like you know fully invested in it to where she posted a ton up on her instagram and was like come call me for advice like holy shit we might then have to actually start vetting those calls. Fuck that. Like, I'm going to have to come sit on my couch. Hey, oh, yeah. People will say some crazy shit. Yeah. Uh, you you love talking about drugs too much to not do any drugs. I don't do any drugs. I mean, you used to do some drugs. Not a lot. A fleshlight sponsor, that would be cool. But not them. It's more in the, no, not Viagra. Oh, that would be. Oh, yeah. Topic. Heidi could get the calls. Just That'd be cool. Forward to her, then she links. Oh, it in. that would be an amazing sponsor, Tony. 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 Oh, Bumble or t- oh Tinder. Or Bumble is a sponsor. Oh my goodness! I'm gonna reach out to him right now. Uh, Pedro. Hi there, buddy. Good to see you, dude. Um, so, no, I don't even do a little bit of cannabis. None. I do caffeine. Um, I don't do boner pills. I've taken boner pills once or twice. It's for a guy like me. It's a complete fucking train wreck. It is. 
it says more than four hours. I was like hard for like a week. And if you have a dick like mine, you, it, it, <laughs> you basically are stuck. You just can't, you can't do anything. It's just crazy. The wind blows. Have you ever taken one of those either of you guys recreationally? Viagra? No. Yeah. No. Dude, uh, it is a fucking Recreationally? Night. Just <laughs> like just pop one just to see what it'd be like. Oh Cruise my the beach God. in a Speedo and just. You can't think about anything for a fucking week. You got to be just so on point focused. Like if anything, like you see a bird fly by and you get hard, you're like, what? Bing. Yeah. It's a fucking Somebody wiping the frother of the coffee machine. Is that Katie? Is there a non-recreational use? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Medicinal for some. It's medicinal. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, it's, uh, oh, no, I'm not trying anything goodness. else that does anything to my, yeah. Oh, yeah, I did, um, arginine was crazy, too. In, in college, I used to take a lot of arginine, and you had to be careful with that shit, too. That shit will make your dick so hard, it'll it'll hurt. You got to be so careful. OD on arginine. Uh, uh, Viagra's good to take on high altitude. Oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. I've reached a point like if I don't want I'm happy when I don't want to have sex. Like I'm taking it's good to have the time off. I sent you a thumbnail for the Daniel Brandon show someone. Oh, that's cool. What was wrong with my thumbnail? Thumbnails have been great. Thank you. Merry Armenian Christmas. Oh, is it January 6th? It is. Oh, yeah. Merry Christmas to everyone. Um, Sevon, do you play chess? If so, what's your uh, no, I don't. I mean, I do, but I don't. I mean, I play with my kids. Oh, for altitude sickness. Oh, thought, interesting. Yeah, I was like, I figured he was, it was like another use. <clears throat> A lot of dudes take Viagra during Hell Week and Buds. No shit. Hey, I didn't like the way it made my head felt feel. I felt, I didn't feel, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. And it was, it's so deadly powerful. It's so powerful. It, it wasn't fun. Felt like I was a sophomore in high school again in Spanish class, and like I was stuck there, like coming up 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 the, up the waistline. You know what I mean? You're like, oh fuck, where am I going to put this? I saw a homeless dude with a CEO shirt on in Santa Monica this past weekend. Fuck off, Franco! I swear to God, you did not. Unless it if, was me. If if that is true, you definitely need to send in a photo. We need video. <laughs> we'll post it on our Instagram. Hey, Savon, do you have a business email? I have a few questions about homeschooling. I don't have social media. I'm, I just have Sevon Matosian at Gmail. And d don't anyone think you can ever bug me? Because if you start to bug me, I just block you. So don't like anyone can text me or do whatever they want as much. I, I, I pin the people I want to talk to at the top and the rest. I just, I wore, I try to, I try, I try. So Sevon Matosian at Gmail. <clears throat> All right. Oh, shit. Yeah, they just died. The Navy is getting investigated because of Viagra. No shit. Wow. Come on. Come Crazy. On. And Viagra is one of those like accident drugs, right? Like they intended it for something else. And then when they started doing the trials, they're like, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Right there. Jesse just put it. It was another use for hypertension. Viagra deaths. I'm just Googling it. Oh, there's been 41 deaths from... Uh... Of the 41 Viagra deaths for which the Food Drug Administration had information regarding time of ingestion, 25 patients died or had onset symptoms leading to the death four to five hours after the use of the drug. Uh, the other uh, 
16 were found um, on uh, in their mate. Wow. All right. It's a good place to die. Um, no, you know, you know, you don't tuck it in your waistband. It comes up over your waistband and like there's nowhere to put it. Yeah, it goes from six to like nine. You, you have your you have your shirt, your pants pulled up to your nipples, and your shirt's pulled down to your knees, and your penis is still coming out. It's like, what do you like? What do you like? And Spanish class is over, and you're like, what am I gonna do? I gotta stand up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's an issue. No, don't text me throughout the day. Okay. <laughs> um. All right, guys. I will uh, see you guys. Oh. So, uh, uh, to, tomorrow, yep. tomorrow morning we have Eight Paige Powers. powers. That's, That's gonna be fun. And then uh, I think sometime tomorrow night I'd like to do a live call-in show. I'll talk to Susan and Caleb about that. Don't forget, I'm coming over tomorrow. I got to get all our stuff together. Oh, that means I need to prep tonight. For, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, because I gotta get our stuff. Will you bring all the stuff anyway so we can see what we have? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'll bring cool. everything. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, thank you, Rich Froning. Uh, thank you, what Rich. an amazing show. Uh, great guy. Always nice that he does that charity work um, for us. Caleb, bye. Uh, Mr. Souza, bye-bye. Bye.